Our guest is more than a guest this morning. He is a very good friend of ours. His name is Carl Clausen. He is the host of Carl and Crew Mornings on Moody Radio in Chicago. He's also a pastor, lead pastor of 180 Chicago Church. Hey, Carl, I haven't chatted with you in forever. Good morning. Good to, good to hear you guys. This book has been out for a little while. It's done so well, and we're thinking, all right, we're we're talking about resolutions for the new year, and it's it's obvious that we're thinking about these these things and and changing as we step into 2023. So I'm like, man, we've got to have Carl on the air with us. So as we take a look at the name of the book is The Seven Resolutions, Where Self-Help Ends and God's Power Begins. No shortage of books, Carl, when it comes to self-help, especially, yeah. I bet they're flying off the shelves right now, this time of the year. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, there's there's some good stuff out there, actually. Uh, James Clear's book, I happened to notice late last night, is number one. It's a book called Atomic Habits, and it's got some good content in it. The, the interesting thing about self-help, I think there's something like, oh... 700,000 in the self-help kind of category on Amazon right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there's no shortage of self-help books. But um, the... The reality is is that the stats don't lie. Eighty five percent of resolutions are broken two weeks into the new year. So there's there's a lot of hope and then there's a lot of heartache because there's a lot of failure. And you know, we've got this incredible opportunity to agree with God to tap his power and not our own. Because the failing of self help, I really believe this from the bottom of my heart, is bootstrapping it in our own strength and as Christians. We have the power of God, and oftentimes we leave that untapped. That's my heart. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. I think that uh, many times we think, uh, here's one of the mantras, Mm -hmm. if it's going to be, it's up to me. Now, as Christians, we may not say that. But that's but the way it. we that's the way we live, right? We we yeah. say we're relying on God, and then we're like, okay, God, I'm giving it to you, and then we grab it out of His hands, and we're like, okay, and then we run ahead of Him, mm-hmm. or we lag behind. You know, do or we, we over, just give up? When or we we're give up? To, yeah, Carl, are we overcomplicating this? Yeah, here's what I think has happened, and it's. It's one of the greatest battles that I faced as a newly transformed follower of Jesus back in 1984. God set me free from pretty serious cocaine addiction, hitting the whiskey heavy. I was uh, raised in Alaska, working in the oil fields. I'd been raised in church, and I'd walked aisles as a kid, and I'd put my hand in the air when a pastor would say, do you want to give it up to Jesus? Now, I hadn't fully surrendered. I had an illusion of salvation, according to Matthew 7. I I was one of those that would have said, Lord, Lord, and he would have said, I never knew you. So February 11th of 1984, I was 23. God said, are you done yet? And in a pile of tears, I surrendered to Jesus. So he saved me. But here's the weird thing in Western faith, and I think it's unique to us here. I don't think our brothers and sisters in the underground church in Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, China, other places. I don't think they struggle with this as much. But we've tried to overlay the American dream. So we, I think we understand the grace of God that saves us, but we neglect to see Titus 2, 11 and 12. The, the grace of God saves us. And according to Paul, coaching Titus, he said, and trains us in righteousness. And here's what we've done. And I, I know it. 
because being a pastor, I see it all the time. Being on radio, you guys see this all the time. We trust God for salvation because we know we can't save ourselves. That's by his grace. But then we think, I've got to go be a good Christian. And we live by shoulds and ought tos, and I've got to get into a small group, and I've got to do this. And we become an Americanized version of Christianity, and it's not at all consistent with the Word of God. The Word of God indicates that the God who saves us is the God who trains us. And this is why resolutions, even for the Christ follower, fails, is because really it's an exercise in bootstrapping. It's self-help, it's self-will, it's I should, I got to do this. And no amount of our energy is going to get spiritual disciplines at work in our life. It will not happen. You will become Mm -hmm. exhausted and discouraged, and then you'll, yeah, you'll give up. That'll be it. Yeah. Yeah, and it happens all the time. And so my my whole goal in writing this, it's really a book for me that others are grabbing. In fact, it's going to a second printing because people are realizing, boy, self-help doesn't work for the Christian life. And so I, I just, I am so humbled that God who saves us wants to grow us up by His power, mm-hmm. His work in our heart not our strength. And so my whole commitment with writing this was to help people understand how to live in proximity to Jesus and agree with God to tap into his power for genuine, sustained life change. Carl Clausen is hanging out with us. Carl is a good friend of ours. Uh, He is the host of Carl and Crew Mornings on Moody Radio in Chicago, also the pastor of 180 Church in Chicago. He's got a great book, especially for this time of the year, the seven resolutions where self-help ends and God's power begins. I want to tell you guys, you do a great job. You do a great oh, job. Well, thank Thanks. you. It's uh, You have to you. say that because uh, you're, you're <laughs> a friend. No, you're a friend. no, I don't. You know me enough to know, Kurt. I don't have to say that, but That's I believe true. in you. And I'm listening to your little vibe going on down there in Florida, and I'm like, this is good. If I was there, I'd be listening to this. <laughs> no, you'd be a part of the show. You know <laughs> that's, that's <right>. true. <laughs> Some of the resolutions here that I'm going to mention, we've got uh, Resolution 1, Join God. Resolution 2, Think Truth. Resolution 3, Kill Sin. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Then you've got Choose Friends, Take Risks. I love that one. Focus, effort, and redeem time. Of yeah. all of those, give us maybe the top one or two. Okay, the top. Um, I'm going to go to join God in a second because that's paramount. And there's not a progression, but there is because join God is that's where it all begins. But right. uh, kill sin has been the big one. Erwin um, Lutzer and Robert Lewis did a bit of a read on this thing, and then they did an endorsement. They both said independent of each other. They said, you know, we don't talk enough about killing sin. We let it sit in the shadows of our lives. And so I'm most thrilled about that resolution because people are getting breakthrough, but it all begins with joining God. Let me, let me just do an exercise here. We look at the fruit of the spirit in Galatians five, and we instantly think this is the Americanized version of Christianity. We see love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And we think, oh, I need to be more loving. I need to have more joy. I need to have more self-control. We can't. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So the, the, the most fundamental thing that I could leave with your listeners is this. 
In John 15, Jesus said this, I'm the vine, you're the branch. You abide in me. You will bear much fruit. It's to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. Here's what we've done, and I really, and I, I'm not hammering American Christianity, but I think we've tried to get the American dream layered over God's vision, and they don't mm. comport. Right. Um, but, yeah, but here's 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 what we've here's what we've done. We, we as a branch, we've got two places we can focus. We can focus on proximity to Jesus or performance of fruit. And we focus on performance or fruit production. And that's not the goal. The goal of the Christian life is to cling to the one who saved us. Proximity to Jesus is the cat's meow. It's where life begins and it's where life is sustained. And I often do this. I'll pull a person up on stage if I'm preaching through John 15, two people. I'll have one be Jesus and he'll just stand there. I'll say, you're the vine, you're the branch. And I'll, and I'll illustrate this, and it's simple. Even as you're listening right now, you can get this in your head. It's like, where are we going to focus? And a lot of us have gone through our spiritual life frustrated, feeling like some wars can't be won. I can't have love. I can't, I can't have joy. I can't have self-control. And that's because we're not called to produce that in our life. That's the work of God. If we're going to focus on anything, it's proximity to Jesus. Join him in humility. Join him. And God is going to do some amazing things in us. It's his work to save us. It's his work to train us. It's his work to produce fruit in us. And the sooner we can realize that, we're going to take hold of God's promises more and more. Kurt and Kate, I'm I'm a believer in it. Well, I say amen to that. Yeah. I want to I want to say again to all you listeners in Florida you don't get to hear them say this cuz they never would but Kurt and Kate I I was with them not too long ago at a, uh, at a at a bit of a retreat for a bunch of radio hosts for Moody Radio all around the country and I need you to know something the people that you hear on air love you they care about you they want you to win they yearn to see spiritual victories in your lives. And every morning when they get up, they're aimed that way. And they can't brag on themselves that way, so I will do it for them. And I love you guys, and thanks for giving me a couple of minutes here. 